everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for another exciting episode of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How you doing? I'm good. Excellent. So am I on this National Avocado Day. I didn't have any avocado today. I did. I know. Um, so we have all of our um, new news today, but at the last moment when I was putting things together, there was some breaking news. Alcoholic Breaking news. Alcoholic beverages are going to be offered in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Alcoholic blue and green milk are going to be offered at the milk stand at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in Hollywood Studios. Also, one beer and one unique mixed drink will be offered at Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo and at Ronto Roasters. Um, this is, I guess, still not happening at Disneyland. No, because they're, it's a dry park. Right. With the exception of Club 33. Right. So they actually sound pretty good. There's some descriptions of, I mean, the alcoholic blue and green milk. I have no idea if that'll be good. Um, but the Docking Bay 7, their specialty beverage is a Taconda Quencher, Bacardi Dragonberry Rum, Blue Curacao, Simple Orange with Pineapple and Kiwi. It's going to be $15. And then the beer they're offering is a Gold Squadron Lager, Blue Point Brewing Company 16-ounce draft, Golden Lager with lavender and plum flavors. Mm, lavender and plum, just what I like in my beer. I think those have got to be like undertones or something. I don't know. Um, you sound so fancy. Right? That's $13.25. At Ronto Roasters, what's that word? Coruscant. Ah, they're going to offer the Coruscant Cooler, Maker's Mark Bourbon, Luxaro Maraschino Liquor, Carpano Antica Sweet Vermouth, Cranberry and lime juice for $15. That's Lemay juice. <laughs> that one doesn't sound as yummy. No. And a Trendashan ale. Is that the right word? Is that yeah. what, I mean, these are all Star Wars words, so I don't really know. Um, it's from Concrete Beach Brewery. It's a 16-ounce draft of spiced wheat ale for $13. All right. You know, Cheryl doesn't really know the Star Wars universe, so uh, live long and prosper, Cheryl. Thanks. <laughs> did you even get that? I did. That's what? Star Trek. Oh, good job. I know Star Trek. Okay. Um, other exciting news. I feel like we were like ahead of the trend on this one. Um, more than we expected going on in Liberty Square. We talked a couple of days ago about the scrims being up around the seating area by Liberty Square Market. Well, they removed all the tables and chairs and umbrellas, which was expected, but they've started digging up the concrete ground and the planters and trees are gone. I have no idea what they're doing there. What could they possibly be doing? Maybe a new show area, maybe a stage, maybe a new building. You have such good ideas. I was like, oh, maybe they're going to put in new covered seating instead of open seating. Which is probably what they'll do. You know what? Stroller parking. <laughs> maybe. Well, it's a... Um, that's usually that area has a lot of the stroller parking for the Haunted Mansion and they've mm -hmm. kind of got nowhere to put the strollers. So they've right. got like one row of strollers lined up along the Although, scrim. Although, that section of the park was my favorite trick-or-treat station last year during the Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Oh, that's the one where they gave you all kinds of that's stuff. That's the one where the, the guy was pretty much filling your bag <laughs> with like three handfuls of I don't of think candy. I went to that one. No, you didn't. Yeah. You didn't. And they just let us keep walking around and around and around and around. <laughs> I think we still have candy from that. You know, it's probably the site of a new dance party. It probably is. Liberty Square dance party. Yay! Put on your tri-corner hat and cut a rug. <laughs> uh, so there's there's other news. You know, we like to flip back and forth between California and Orlando, although probably 98% of our listening audience uh, is more familiar with Orlando. But we include the California news at no additional cost to you. It's true. 
So uh, this is already kind of public knowledge, but we didn't realize it. Um, usually Disneyland's Halloween party takes place in the Disneyland, uh, but they're doing a little change this year for 2019. The uh, Mickey's Halloween party has been replaced by the Oogie Boogie Bash, a Disney Halloween party. And it will happen on select nights in September and October. Uh, and it's going to be held in California Adventure. So this is a family-friendly family friendly event where Oogie Boogie uh, has summoned the Disney villains to the California Adventure Park for an unforgettable night of fun. Uh, there's Villainous, a new World of Color show, which is exclusive to this event. Um, and experience the wickedly transformed Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. Walk among immersive treat trails featuring Disney villains and join a pulsing dance party where the greatest dance crew from the land from the Isle of the Lost, based on Disney Descendants movies. Uh, purchase of a separate admissions ticket is required. And uh, like I said, that is going on in September and October. Yeah, tickets for that went on sale back in April. Right. Um, they range in price from $110 to $145, depending upon the night. Um, and there were discounted tickets, hopefully still are discounted tickets available to pass holders for the first two Tuesday and Thursday of the event. Uh, and those are a hundred dollars each, which is a 10%, uh, $10 discount, um, over, which is similar, which is a discount. Yeah. You know, a discount is a discount. Um, it's better than a, a swift kick in the pants as my uncle used to say. But the actual new news today is that they just announced special merchandise that's going to be featured, um, at the Oogie Boogie party. You know, it would not be an event, a dance party, uh, a holiday, a season without specialized merchandise. And I'm sure there are going to be specialized treats announced shortly. They're on the next page. Oh, they're on the next page? Yeah. Uh, see, I don't I do not do any prep work. Cheryl prepares the script and I just, I'm like the monkey. She's the organ grinder. I'm the monkey. I just do what I'm told. Um, I do like the merchandise. I, I like the look of the, the, the shirts. Um kind of unique like it kind of makes me wish I was going there I don't know like I, I'm not an Oogie Boogie fan yeah, neither am I so I would never buy the merchandise no the Mickey's um Halloween party stuff has Mickey on it it's got Minnie on it dressed in their Halloween costumes that merchandise I've always found to be really cute this stuff I, I wouldn't have any interest in come on I you don't I think that long sleeve shirt no a lot of times when I wear like Disney merchandise I wear it because, you know, you come back from your trip and you've got it on and you see, you know, one of your friends and they're like, oh, you know, were you, uh, were you out in California? Did you go to the Halloween party? Like, you know, obviously, cause you've got the shirt on and then you talk about it. They went one year. I don't, th- looking at these, it doesn't look like anything. I'm going to wear this to the grocery store when I come home. Right. And no one's going to know what the heck it is. Yeah. Like you're not throwing on your spirit jersey to go, uh, to go shopping and, and pick up uh, pickles. I mean, you are, but just no one's going to understand that it's from Disney World. Right. So okay. that's kind of a bummer. But the things that they have, um, they've got a, a woman's cut, a short sleeve t-shirt, a traditional cut, short sleeve t-shirt, spirit jerseys, and they have a zip front hoodie. Mm, so, fancy. Yeah. They and also have... If you're into headgear, yeah, there you go. Uh, there's a new Oogie Boogie Bash headband mouse ears, four exclusive collector's pin, and an Oogie Boogie Bash sipper. <laughs> Um, these items can be found at Elias and Company and Gone Hollywood in the park. And then there are also exclusive treats and drinks. Uh, there's an Oogie Boogie inspired sweet funnel cake or a green drink concoction with gl- gummy worms and dice glow cubes. Now, to be clear, it is not a funnel cake. They are funnel cake 
fries. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, I read that very quickly. And it looks disgusting. I mean, maybe they're good. And then it's got some sort of like weird green whipped cream like topping and like M&M's or Skittles and candy corn and gummy worms. And at Schmoozies, you'll find a caramel apple smoothie made with real apples, ice cream, caramel sauce, and a caramel apple lollipop. That sounds kind of gross. Oh, not at all. I'd like knock somebody over oh. for that. It says this year they changed the coloring to green, but this has been around for a few years now. Um, they also have a mint chip shake with whipped cream and chocolate filled cream cookie. Yum. Uh, mini mouse ears, as well as a mummy inspired purple frosted stick donut filled with peanut butter and jelly. Now the mummy looks cute. I don't necessarily know about the peanut butter and jelly filling. I'll eat all the things. Really? Yes. All right. How about the uh, specialty churro, which is covered in worms and goop? Now you missed um, you missed a point here that some of these are only available during the party. So the funnel cake fries, the green drink concoction with the gummy worms, and. Uh, I think that's it. Oh, and maybe the churro. Those are available during the party. And then the rest of these things are available um, all over Disneyland for the whole Halloween season. Ah, all right. And then last but not least, there is the Oogie Boogie Inspired Rice Krispie Treat, which can be found at the Candy Palace Pooh Corner, Marceline Confectionery at Disneyland Park, at Trolley Treats, and also at Bing Bong Sweet Stuff at Disney California Adventure Park. Okay, now I'm turning the page and I'm remembering. That was the last one that can only be found during the party. All right. So now there's a exclusive. whole other list of things that can be found all over the parks for the Halloween season. Do you know what we've just done? What? So everybody, the, the intent of this podcast is to listen to it while you're commuting. Everyone's hungry. So we've just made everyone hungry. I know. No one has anything except water or a cup of coffee from Dunkin' Donuts. Well, if they're smart, they got like a French Crella or something. All right. Go ahead. Keep going. All right. At, so this, you can buy any time during the holiday season at any of the, par- well, not at any of the parks. This one particularly is at uh, Jolly Holiday Bakery Cafe at Disneyland. It's a Cruella DeVille inspired brownie made with dark chocolate and white chocolate mousse. I don't that know. That's pretty good. Yeah, you would think so, because you like boring sweets. I like you. <laughs> I'm boring and sweet. Also at the Jolly Holiday Bakery is a chocolate graveyard cupcake made with cherry filling, dark chocolate mousse, Halloween sprinkles, and adorned with, with a tombstone chocolate piece. Eh. See, I like... It's a chocolate cupcake. With cherry filling? No, oh, see, I wouldn't eat the cherry filling. I would. Uh, churro carts in Town Square near the Sleeping Beauty Castle are featuring Maleficent-inspired churro covered with chocolate cookie crumbs blended with colored sugar. And last but not least... Uh, when let, me, you... let me talk about this because there's nothing I enjoy more than a good foot-long hot dog. Yeah, okay, go ahead. Um, at the refreshment uh, corner, uh, which in... See, I wrote the cute little thing. And last but not least, when you just can't eat any more sweets. Let me stick to the script. Thank you. (laughs) And last but not least, when you just can't eat any more sweets at Refreshment Corner, I'll edit. (laughs) You threw an extra word in there. At Refreshment Corner, guests can find a a Hades-inspired foot-long all-beef hot dog served with harissa aioli, lemon-pickled cucumbers, oven-dried tomatoes, sautéed peppered, and feta cheese. Turn page. <laughs> Can you tell we don't edit if we just stick these out there? <laughs> That's right. You get what you get with us. 
Do you want to talk about this one? Because I think you knew maybe a little bit about this. Okay, so, no, well, I, I know nothing about it. But that, oh, okay. that <laughs> all was, right, then. That was all of the food. So that's all of California. Now we're zipping back oh, across the country. Oh, it's not all of the food. No, there's more food, but it's back across the country. Now we're zipping back across the country into Florida. So Animal Kingdom has some new entertainment holiday decor in every land of the park, from Dino Land USA to Pandora, the world of Avatar. Uh, so on Discovery Island at the heart of the park, the magic of the holidays will truly come alive with incredible experiences both day and night. It begins when you cross the bridge to Discovery Island, finding yourself in the midst of a celebration of winter, handcrafted by the eclectic community of artists who make the island their home. The village is filled with sparkling white holiday, holiday decorations, colorful animal-inspired luminaries line the rooftops, and wireframe lanterns in the shape of beautiful birds can be found perched throughout the area. Why don't you pick it up, because I'm getting tired. <laughs> a holiday gathering of winter animals realized in the form of life-size artisan-sculpted puppets frolics on Discovery Island during the day. Reindeer, foxes, polar bears, penguins, and more interact with guests accompanied by serenading musicians as they create a playful atmosphere of festive fun. As day becomes night, the rooftop luminaries and bird lanterns all around Discovery Island bring a warm and festive glow to the entire village. At the center of everything, the Tree of Life awakens with a series of wintry tales complemented by a familiar and heartwarming holiday-inspired musical score. Between awakening moments, the Tree of Life continues to shimmer and sparkle throughout the night, alive with the magic of nature and the spirit of the holidays. You know, that's one thing we haven't seen is, uh, you know, they found a way on the Tree of Life to do the projections. Like we mentioned a couple shows ago, they, they do the projections. You Didn't I see it? Because like, we saw that. You probably saw it at Pop Warner without Yeah, me. I might have seen it without you. Okay, so I have not seen it yet, but the animals come alive. It's cool. It's not like over the top, but it, no. it's cool. And it's it's a good thing those are life-size uh, sculpted puppets, because if that was a real polar bear <laughs> interacting with guests, I, I think it would probably tear someone apart. It would definitely tear apart the penguins. Yeah. Um. I. This sounds really cool. I'm excited that there's another um, holiday season free thing coming so you know i mean there's there's the christmas parties but you know those aren't free those are an additional well, charge I mean, it's free with your admission right but i mean it used to be like the osborne lights that they had at hollywood studios was a big reason to go to disney during the holiday season even if you've seen all the attractions over and over again it's just it's just nice to see and so i'm hoping that this is that type of thing right okay i think it'll be nice okay um back to snacks back to snacks yeah so Kona Island at the uh, Polynesian Village Resort has upgraded their snack display cases with some new offerings, uh, from a variety of chocolate-covered strawberries to stitched dome cakes. Uh, they even offer various varieties of chocolate-covered bacon. How did I not know this? I know, right? And now a new seasonal bacon has been added to the menu, a pineapple coconut chocolate-covered bacon. Exclamation point. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Bacon. <laughs> I'm excited. It features crisscross pieces of bacon. Two slices. Topped with large chunks of dehydrated pineapple on a layer of chocolate and sprinkled throughout with coconut shavings. Thin drizzles of milk and white chocolate top it off. The other chocolate-covered bacon offerings are dark chocolate-covered bacon, dark chocolate chili bacon, and dark chocolate cinnamon bacon. The price of these bacon treats is $4. It's a pretty decent deal. It is. I mean, what can you get for $4 in Disney anymore? And especially something that... Soda. You can get a soda for $4. Even a water is more than $4. Think soda's what, three fifty? Not anymore. Four and a quarter? At least. Really? Yeah, I think water's four and a quarter. Hmm. So. Mickey bars are five bucks. Five and a quarter, maybe. Pretzel, Mickey pretzels are seven. Yeah, that's, that's insane. It is insane. But yeah, bacon for $4, sign me right up. 
right? Would you eat any of those, though, honestly? Um, yeah, I would probably uh, tough my way through. I like pineapple. I like chocolate. I like bacon. You don't like coconut. I don't like coconut so much, but I would probably tough through that. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it's not like... Like a Mounds bar, like rolled in coconut. Yeah, I think it's like in it. Oh, then if it's rolled in coconut, like if I mean, was, you can't avoid the the coconut. You can't like pick it off. If it was just coconut shavings, and you know you need to shave your coconut, um, I would, uh, I would try it. But like, uh, yeah, if it's an integral part of the candy, I'm probably not, of the snack, I'm probably not going to do it. Mm, well, I'll I'm like probably it. just going to go with the plain old dark chocolate covered bacon because I'm plain. You'll probably end up with a, some sort of a cupcake from there instead. Well, why not just have a piece of bacon? All right. What's next? All right. I don't know. It's your show. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. Uh, So we talked a few shows about all the construction happening at the entrance of the Magic Kingdom, including the removal of the Walk Around the World bricks, and they were removing them in odd sections. So we found out that the reason those sections of bricks were being removed, and they were being removed in squares, was that those squares are actually the bases for the new temporary security checkpoints. Um, it's a covered security checkpoint, and uh, looks like it has probably one, two, three, four, five, six, probably six stanchions going across on each side. Uh, so guests now walk over from the bus loop drop-off and through the new security checkpoint. It expands right over to where the old information booth is. As of right now, no tables are set up, so bag check is still taking place in the old tent. Uh, to accommodate the expanded security checkpoint, the northernmost bus turnaround was tapered down and paved over to make way for the new structure. That same bus turnaround space is now adjacent to the new security structure. This new temporary security checkpoint is just located south of where the new future expanded checkpoint is to be erected. Once this temporary security checkpoint is established, work will begin on the new permanent security addition. So we went from a temporary security checkpoint to a new temporary security checkpoint before we put in a permanent checkpoint? Uh, The temporary permanent checkpoint. (laughs) Like, good lord. These uh, checkpoints are permanently temporary. <laughs> I think that's about right. Because the, per- the the temporary checkpoints have only been up for about, what, 18 years? Yeah, right. That's what I mean. Like, it, you know, they talk about, oh, they're putting in these permanent ones. Like, I would have thought that the ones that have been there for, like, since 9-11. Right. What, what I do like now is that the uh, checkpoints, if you take the monorail, you do the checkpoint prior to getting on the monorail. Oh, yeah, because you do it at the TTC? You do it at the TTC, Mm -hmm. which is why the monorail just exits right into the Q funnel area. Right, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, And then there's some fun stuff going going on over at Hollywood Studios that doesn't involve Galaxy's Edge. What? Say it's not so. I know! It's a bunch of fun, cute little stuff. Um, There's a photo op with Forky. It's not much. It's just a photo pass photographer who comes over and on top of some trash cans, set up, set up a little forky and a little Pixar ball. And you know, that that's kind of rude. Why? Because what was the whole thing that Woody, the spoiler alert if you haven't seen the movie, what was the whole thing that Woody tried to keep forky from doing? Jumping in the trash from can. From jumping in the trash can. But he's not jumping in the trash so can. So they set this up on top of a trash can. He's as close to the trash can as he can possibly be without being in it. And he's using all his willpower to not jump in it. Ah, Forky. He's tiny, though. So, like, when I first read this, I thought that it would be, like, you know, somebody, like, in a costume, like, a big, like, I don't know, life-size Forky. What if if there are children listening to the show? You don't say costume. It would be a life-size Forky. Okay. As long as it doesn't look like the hideous Bo Peep. (laughs) Right? That Bo Peep will murder you in your sleep. (laughs) This, um, this Forky is about the size of a plastic spork. Um, 
And it's just set up on top of a trash can. And then guests just started lining up. Like, there was no, it wasn't anything official. I don't know that it's necessarily in an official spot. But um, it's you, pretty cute. You know, I would not be surprised if this was not started by, like, a lady who made a forky. Right. And propped it up on a trash can. And people were like, oh, my God, can I take a picture with it? Right. Because that's what it looks like. It does kind of look like that. You but know it's, what? it's cute. Yeah. You know what I would like to see? What? If they made those hideous Bo Peeps. Yeah. I'd like to see Benson. The ventriloquist dummy. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That How would scare that? people right out Benson? of the parks. You should dress up as a Benson, and then we could have the park to ourselves. Oh, my goodness. They'd Hall- all run. Oh, we, we need to go during Halloween this year. Oh. We could go as the Bensons. Oh, that would be terrible. No, that would be... Excuse me, I just burped. So awesome. <laughs> Great. It would work better if we were twins, though. Because yeah. Because then we would look alike. Now we would just look like two people Mismatched. trying to be ventriloquist dummies. Yeah. Right. Uh, also, there's some Instagram walls. These are not brand new, um, but I just thought they're cute and I didn't know about them. There's a popsicle stick wall at the exit of Toy Story Mania. And there's a buzz, there's Buzz Lightyear wings that are like drawn on a wall. Looks like a child's drawing um, inside the gift shop at the exit of the Toy Story Mania ride. So two cute spots to take some pictures. And what is this? What do you, well, hold on. What do, you, what do you think of these Instagram walls? I think do you think adorable. this will be as popular as the purple wall or the bubblegum wall? Or... I don't know. I think I don't know if I would use them for Instagram because I'm old, but um, I think it's cute to have little spots. You'd use to them take for your picture. MySpace. You use them for your MySpace <laughs> account. Use them for Facebook. That's the old people platform, right? Mm-hmm. Um, You're not on uh, uh, TikTok or uh, mm. Slip Slap or <laughs> whatever they call them, Yik Yak. No, mm. I don't know what's going on with any of those. All right, um, and then. Also, I was reading, I didn't realize, got super excited, they have Num Num Cookies. Yes. Over in uh, Hollywood Studios and... Jack Jack's Num Num Cookies. I know. So now everyone, so now people can walk around sounding like idiots saying Num Num when they talk about cookies. So if you want a good cookie, head to Toy Story Land and get a Num Num Cookie. They're usually served warm. They were delicious. I don't know how much it costs because I didn't... They're a good size. No, you guys were on the Incredicoaster. You, yeah. you came off the Incredicoaster and half the half the cookie was gone. And I was like, oh, look what I got for you guys. <laughs> no, it's just that you caught me and I wasn't able to finish it in time. Uh-huh. Um, but they're pretty good. They, they, they can serve multiple people. They were... Yeah, they were very sweet and big and warm. Um, it was kind of... Yeah. yeah. It was kind of reminiscent of when you used to be able to get those really delicious uh, Nestle cookies mm-hmm. years ago before they... Why do you mention that? Oh, those were so good. That's one of my peeves about Disney. All the they, good they, stuff they take away. What? what have they taken away? Two things that I miss. Beaver tails. Beaver tails in Canada, mm-hmm. which, were not, which were not real beaver. No beaver were actually harmed. Mm-hmm. And Nestle Toll House cookies. They actually used to make Nestle cookies on site when Nestle was the sponsor of the land. Yep. And you could go down to Sunshine Seasons. You could even, they had a stand, And there were a couple too. kiosks. Yeah. Uh, I think now it's like the French fry kiosk, or, or, or it used to be a McDonald's French fry kiosk, which they've kicked out of the parks. Right. Um, but you could go and get a warm uh, Nestle Toll House cookie, so which good. was nice. And I'll never forget the one time <laughs> I went, and I'm like, I'd like a chocolate chip cookie. And they handed me this packet, and I walked back to Cheryl with like this look of defeat and desperation it was two small cookies packaged and they think think they still have them packaged in like a plastic wrapper maybe they were pre-packaged cookies and i was like well you know i'll give them a try maybe, maybe they're okay and they were horrendous they were disgusting they were gross i went back and got our money back you did it took me like like half an hour too because they like had to get a manager it was for like i think they were like a dollar fifty i was just so annoyed Right. I would have just thrown them away. I know, but they were gross and I was angry because I want I wanted back well, my Cheryl Nestle cookies. Wants the value of her dollar. 
Well, it wasn't that. It was the principle. Principle. Yeah. Okay. So that about wraps it up, and we've uh, talked pretty much all news today, which is exciting to have a full news day. So until next time, it's Tony. And Cheryl. And this is the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>